Hey there, this is Fred Pissarro, and you're listening to Metal Matters, the official Gimme Metal podcast, where we explore all things new, some things classic, but all things heavy, with my co-host, Michael Bergan. Our guests are TJ and Mike from Virginia Favorites Inner Armor. For well over a decade, Inner Armor has been a towering fixture in the worldwide metal scene. The band's ever-uncompromising brand of doom with tinges of southern rock combine glacially-paced riffs with the intensity of a cornered pack of wolverines, monolithic and ferocious. A relentless touring force, their dedication to life on the road have earned the respect and admiration of the world over. During 2020, they released Garber's Day Revisited, a hyper-diverse collection of covers highlighting influences such as Venom, Tom Petty, Cro-Mags, Neil Young, and Prince. During our conversation, we touch on the built-in existential crisis inherent in being touring musicians, the importance of progressivism, both at home and within metal at large, and why you may or may not want to smoke salvia. Stay right where you are. How you guys been? Like, what's been going on? Have you ever done Zoom before, Mike? Me? I yeah. I have Zoom on my phone, so yes. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> TJ, TJ told me that I'm like busting his chair this time around. Apparently, I've done it at some point. I just don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not quite as intense as like doing salvia or anything. So like, you're, 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 you'll be okay. That's funny. That's the second time salvia's been brought up to me in the last few days. My, my supervisor was talking about how much he liked to smoke salvia in fucking college. I, it's a, it's wow. a trip, man. I for some reason I've been thinking about it a bunch and like. The, like you used to like get these like cards with it, like these common sense warnings when it was like, I don't know if it's still legal, but like what it was, you could buy it at head shops. It'd say like, you know, don't do, don't use this around any knives or firearms was like common sense <laughs> warning number one. And I've just been thinking about that like a whole lot lately. Like, I mean, it's like, if you have to spell that out, then (laughs) I don't know, but one of the uh, local promoters down here was on probation at some point and he was smoking salvia all the time and he was trying to get us like, he'd always be like, come on, man, smoke the salvia with me. He would just do it everywhere. Like just be in a crowd of people and smoke salvia. That's wild. Yeah. He's a wild guy. (laughs) Oh my, oh my, oh my geez. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I smoked it, it was like really kind of like mellow and it just kind of like, it kind of like felt like ketamine or something. And the second time I smoked yeah. it, it felt like PCP and it was like the least <laughs> mellow thing in the world. And I, I was, I was with that band saviors at the time and oh. I started crying. They party. They party. <laughs> yeah. And they all made fun of me cause I was crying. that's amazing so yeah nice nice to meet everybody (laughs) am i square that i don't know what salvia is like what is 
I always yeah, every time I think of Selby, I think of K two or whatever. It's similar. I know it's different. It's different though, it's right? Dim- it's different, but it's like it's more like kind of head shop fucking uh, hallucinogen, <laughs> you know? Okay, but but yeah, so but yeah, so is K two, right? K two is that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the way it was described to me, it was like the the most intense part of like really good mushrooms or acid for like. 10 minutes like you're just tripping fucking balls for 10 minutes and yeah, then it's over. It, when it's when it's over it's over it's just like fuck it it just starts and ends and it can be real cool or real not cool there's like <laughs> there's like no middle of the road wow that's insane Jesus Christ. So Fred, I know what uh your Fred's birthday <laughs> just passed and uh I didn't get him anything, so <laughs> well yeah, just load me up. That's what I need. Yep. Looks like I'm buying some salvia from the dark web. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, taking Fred God. on that silk road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, like all those zombies that, that are uh, up, the, uh, up the street in Brooklyn that they had to like lock up recently because there's that, remember that? There's like this big outbreak. A bunch of people were smoking salvia and they called it Living Dead. What? Myrtle Broadway. You don't know? No. no. How did I miss this? There's, there's a whole thing about it. It was just like, there was this one store that was selling a bunch of, um, a bunch of that shit. And uh, the cops had to sweep in, close the store, and the whole nine yards. I don't oh, know if God you heard about damn. that. Oh, goddamn! No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not that not that far from where we live, too. Bernan and I are actually roommates. They're not roommates. Basically, neighbors. Basically, roommates. Basically, roommates. We're neighbors. Like uh, I live, if you know, as they say, as the crow flies, probably about seventy-five yards from him. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh. But I don't know. I rarely see. I rarely see him because of our current state of affairs and, and the fact that I just don't like hanging out, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. especially with me yeah. for sure. No, I like hanging out with you more than I like hanging out with like anybody. But I don't like hanging out with anybody. So, uh, you no, know, I did not hear about this Myrtle Broadway thing. But I, I, I knew a guy who got busted selling bath salts on 2020 and was like on. On 2020, there's this fucking on St. Mark's place. There's this tattoo shop called Addiction that was like a tattoo place slash head shop, and it was run by like a bunch of like Russian mob dudes. And this kind of like this kind of like young guy took it over, and he was like kind of like a fashiony dude. He was not Russian mob. He was just kind of like new to the city, and he would come into my fucking uh, come into my job and like fucking like throw his fucking like stupid addiction weight around and he's a fucking jerk off and then he got busted on 2020 selling bath salts and <laughs> it was funny and the next time he came in he had his head down and I liked that <laughs> humility yeah. humility yeah. that's yeah. what fucking Diane Sawyer will do to you <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, we we can we can definitely loop back to the drug talk, but I figured I'd ask you guys some band questions real quick. So which owner of Beach Impediment was going about uh, uh, smoking salvia in uh, <laughs> <laughs> shows? Hmm? It wasn't Schubert, man. It wasn't Schubert. 
I know, but I want I want I want it to be. Um, so you guys are doing, you guys are doing the, the redo this year, right? Yeah. How did that like, wow. How are are you not like, so are you guys, is it basically you guys put the whole thing together and then you're going to stream dreaming must be so complicated and making it interesting and all that kind of thing. Like how did that all come about? We were supposed to play last year. That was your second time, right? This would be your second time. This would be our third. This would be third. We were supposed to play last year, and obviously that didn't fucking happen. Yeah. And uh, Becky and Walter got in touch with us, and they're like, hey, do you want to do this live video thing? Mm -hmm. And we uh, reluctantly said yes, because, you know, it's it's cool if bands can do it and, and make it look cool and sound cool, like... I, I watched a little bit of the Devin Towns one and the whole thing was on a green screen and like the whole, it looked like the band were playing on like separate spaceships. And I thought that was kind of cool mm-hmm. and interesting, but we don't really have the means or <laughs> technology to do that. So we just did it in our fucking where we practice. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's pretty much like uh, watching us live. It's, it's the band. It's a, dark room mm-hmm. no no real frills or nothing other than uh there's a little bit of footage interspersed of like like we do uh we do the three chromag songs or i guess not everybody knows that we do three chromag songs but we did three chromag songs mm-hmm. and we there's like old hardcore and even old chromags concert footage kind of interspersed in there sick and we do that for each each song you know the, whatever the topic of the song is, we'll try to put something that's relevant in there to give you something to look at. Something, yeah. We, we figured we figured it might get monotonous. Like we figured it might get monotonous if we just it was just us playing covers. And I don't know about the rest of you guys, but like me, just sitting there and like I had in ears in, and it was just like I don't like it's. It's not like you're playing in front of people. You know, so it's like it's hard. It's harder to get into it. So we figured we'd put footage in between stuff to kind of just like break up the monotony of just watching five morons play. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I hope you slipped in some of JJ's recent Twitter feed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's very progressive yeah it's uh it, it, it's 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 an enli- it's enlightening he's an enlightened krishna yeah very 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 based on science i would say right yes. yeah <laughs> well we were going to do the uh the uh the pro pro life song but we figured it may not go over too well some of our crowds so you know yeah if you're, in, if you're in metal you should never no one in metal should be pro-life ever should be pro-death of all times <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. It's, it's, the, idea of, Dude, I, the idea of pro-life and metal is hilarious, but they're out there. There's lots big of Big time. Yeah. I, I, I think most of them are in iced earth. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got, you've, yeah, you've got that fucking, you've got that, that end of things. Like, I mean, New York hardcore in particular is kind of fucking, you know, knuckle draggy when it comes to a lot of shit. And I, I don't think it's so much as like, you know, that's like, 
pro-life for any real reason other than like i don't know they fucking hate women um but um <laughs> but then like then you got like like you get into the mid 90s and you get like the fucking like hardline like green rage raid scene which like turns into like fucking earth crisis which is like i mean that that is like pro fucking like anti-abortion pro-life fucking music like oh yeah we have have, have a buddy who's uh he used to be in a band like that and they had a pro-life song and i won't name any names but he's a total punk rocker now and he's just like what the fuck man what what a sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) it happens like i mean like like alanis morissette says you you live you learn (laughs) (laughs) it's got it's got tracks and none of those tracks happen to be the fucking fascist anthem firestorm <laughs> <laughs> i can't begin to tell you how weird it is to me that like that shit's like popular again like <laughs> like the things that are like are, are like 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 kids coming of age in hardcore and metal now like you know i see fucking like yeah like you know teenagers into fucking like stuff like earth crisis and yeah typo negative and then like talking about like you know progressive politics and i'm like uh, i don't know if you should be really wearing that fucking uh destroy the machines shirt um, yeah yeah it's yeah. a little convenient. Yeah. Every, every, everyone's a, got a, everyone picks their battles yeah. with that kind yeah. of shit. You really feel like hanging out with Peter Steele? Because I don't really feel like hanging out with Peter Steele. <laughs> I would love to hang out with fucking Peter Steele. Are you I mean, I'd love to hang out with him now. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how I got in trouble with Gimme <laughs> Exactly. All right. Uh, uh, we go. Hot take? All right. Am I the only person that doesn't fuck with them? I don't fuck with Typo Negative. I, I, I love Typo Negative. Yeah, I mean, I was a weird kid from a small town, and I like goth and metal and stuff. So, like, I love them. Yeah, but I understand completely <laughs> and utterly why people don't like. Them. Yeah, like I understand. I'm not always just like, what? How? What the fuck? How could you not like this? <laughs> Like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I get. It. I I love them, and I understand why people don't like them. And I'm also still perplexed by how big they yeah. got because it doesn't seem like uh, yeah. anything that would uh, gravitate towards that large of a fucking demographic. I guess, for lack of a better term, yeah, totally. Like, it's so weird, and you know, it's pretty fucking out there. And it's still, you know, I watched them. Uh, in open air and shit like that mm-hmm. and you know there's 75,000 fucking German kids losing their shit to it. It, it you know they play huge fest headline huge fest mm-hmm. it's still a, it's crazy how big they were yeah I I liked those first two records uh, at the time and when October Rust came out I was just kind of I was just kind of over it and I like they played they played in philly a lot and so i saw them a bunch of times i'm from philly um mm-hmm. so i saw them a bunch of times and they were just like pretty boring 
Um, and so I had like, I, I had this kind of like boring live show thing in my head kind of mixed with like, I'm now seeing them on MTV, uh, like, yeah. a, like a lot, like during the day. And yeah. I just, yeah. I, I was like pulling some fucking like too school, like too cool for school type shit for a while. Mm-hmm. Like where, where yeah. like, it, like, it, like if I was like, if I wasn't trying to like fucking, you know, be like, no, you should listen to my dying bride. Fuck typo negative. Like then I would really <laughs> probably like have liked typo negative if I was being honest. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, you mean all the, all the European bands that heard typo negative and then decided to go. Gotham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my shit. Like, <laughs> yeah i i came to it I, I i i was never interested in it and then the one chance i got to see them was when i think it might have been their last tour when they opened for uh celtic frost that last celtic frost record remember that yeah was that monotheist or whatever the fuck it was yeah, 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 yeah that was that one and i was just not down i was not down then I, they were way past their prime. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But carnivore, carnivore rips. I can do. I, mean, I can do. That, I mean, yeah, they do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. And, and, and much like the first typo record, that's like all songs that he meant for carnivore, like also rips much like, Agnostic Front's public assistance also <laughs> rips, <laughs> which, which, which he wrote. Like yes, this yes. is, it's still like, yes, it's yes, like you, you know, take take it with a grain of salt and like, yeah, take it in context. But like, I just think it's fucking like Bernie Sanders, AOC, fucking uh, fucking like woke people uh, are like, yeah. yeah, like check out like my fucking like my BLM sticker next to my fucking carnivore logo. Like it's yeah. just like, yeah. it just yeah. it doesn't yeah. quite work. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so this is what our podcast is like. I'm just talking shit on everything. Yeah, pretty much. Like, God, I'm sorry for dragging you into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, I can join right in a good shit talk. Oh, fantastic. Then you are, <laughs> you're like, Fred, hey, at least, on a podcast where you're asking us about hey what's it like in Richmond because Jesus Christ the last three I've done have fucking been that and I'm like yeah I don't want to talk about Richmond at all I don't care That's the thing. Well, I mean you just, <laughs> well, you, just you just nailed our next question so what's it like in Richmond right now hey, fuck you man yeah. well can you tell us what's in the water in Richmond well how come all the bands there are so heavy <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so like do, like 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 do Guar just like do they do they wear that to the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck that. Like I mean you know, what, you know what I've always actually really wanted to ask you guys is I don't know anything, you know, I haven't been to Richmond in years. Do people go to that go to the Guar bar and just hang out, or is that like a tourist spot? Both. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, right. Right before I met my lady, I was in between girlfriends. I was going there a lot, yeah. and it, it got really fucking dark. <laughs> like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know how dark a, a trip to the, the bar bar could be. I was like, <laughs> just 
fucking blowing lines and going home with chicks and like it was it was it got to the point actually i i haven't really been back there since then even though it hasn't you know really been able to go into it for the past year i just i i kind of stopped going because it was just the same fucking faces at the bar the same bar flies and same people and I just was like oh man it's just something bad happens every time I go in there yeah. I'm just gonna fucking avoid it yeah but that could be I mean so but what you're saying could be any any bar in particular with regulars like, right it's absolutely towards like there's people like there's war fans like uh-huh. war fans are like war fans and they're just like we love war there's definitely war fans like I'm like we know quite a few people that have worked there over the years and it's like you go yeah people will just like this is Guar Bar. I'm driving through Richmond. I got to stop here, you know. Oh, God. Found a couple Miller lights or something. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. Yeah. And there's got to be something when, like, you know, barflies, the same barflies definitely get depressing, like, no matter where you are. But when that barfly is wearing a fucking 10 foot tall paper mache head, it's got to be <laughs> something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. I went home with this person dressed as Wall. Over it. Oh god, that's fucking sick. On this live stream, I mean, I know your record was all covers. You going to do some originals too? Anything else that we can kind of expect? the The only thing that is not a cover is uh, the first song that we ever wrote that was never recorded, and it's it's like a thrash song essentially for, mm-hmm. you know, I hate the term thrash now, but mm-hmm. it's a very fast ripper slayer kind of thing. It doesn't really sound like anything that's on any of our records. Cause when we first started out, we kind of were going in that direction, but also doing like the more tuned down heavy thing. And we were trying to do both at first. And then you know, probably three or four shows in and we were like, ah, fuck doing the, the, faster thrashy thing because everybody fucking does mm-hmm. that not that everybody doesn't do the tuned down thing too but mm-hmm. the, the the slower tuned down thing kind of seemed to suit us more yeah Plus, you know playing fast is a pain in the ass i don't know how fucking Blair and metallica <laughs> and testament have done that shit for like 35 years now it's i just playing that song when we played it the other day, it was like, oh god, this is over yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm almost forty years old. Jesus Christ! Well, it never had lyrics, and I didn't write any for it, so it, it, I was just saying whatever was on. Oh, the line. so you you were doing just you were doing like a vocal twist, vocal testing thing. Is that that's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it's a new version. You haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I want to know more about the vocal yeah. quest. <laughs> yeah, Dwight goes. Oh. Is, it like, is it like Integrity's vocal test, but it's a quest instead? Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, the vocal test, but it's four octaves higher. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's vocal test, but it's on PS5, so nobody has it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, no, i i i i love the like there's no lyrics move like you just go just go yeah. do the thing. Oh, yeah. i think like I, I i think probably the first like four or five records i played on there's no actual words uh and like, oh, like yeah. people will still 
people hit me up for like uniform old old uniform lyrics all of the time and i'm like yeah. you your, your guess is as good as mine <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like i think within our arm the, the entire first demo like there's not a scent of lyrics on it i think we recorded a demo because we needed to have something to sell because we were playing like a festival in Virginia or some shit. I, I can't remember why we recorded this whole thing live and I'm pretty sure there was no lyrics on it and <laughs> there was no lyrics on the original song. So I don't give yeah, a shit. Totally. Like I'm not going to come home after work. and I hate everything in the whole world and just, I'm going to write some bullshit lyrics right now. Like, no, nah, not happening. Nah. Not happening in the next two weeks. Some of the coolest shit is like, yeah, exactly. No real lyrics. Like, are, is it, was it the first I Hate God? There's no lyrics on it, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised I, at all. I think yeah. the bulk of I Hate God up until fairly recently, there's no lyrics. <laughs> yeah, when he decided he's, he's going to do poetry books, and then then it's lyrics. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I mean, and even then, I think there might just be like he might just like write and like, but I don't, I, but I don't think he like necessarily <laughs> sings words. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's that barking. It's that barking guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, most of the, I, I feel like a lot of the death metal is there is no fucking lyrics. It can't be some of that shit. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. No. Trying to sell me on lyrics. There's no fucking lyrics there. I mean, I write lyrics now, but yeah, I don't <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I find it hard to believe that like Seth Putnam was like going to like his like little writer's nook and fucking, <laughs> you know. He's got a little writer's nook in a sunroom somewhere outside of yeah. Boston and he's meticulously crafting his words. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like a, a cup of fucking like. It's tea time. He's got yeah. and like he's like made like a little toast and yeah, he's under his quilt. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sp speaking of characters, <laughs> totally. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. I guess I, I I don't know. I I I I always thought that you know, and then. I guess that's like the big wool that's being pulled over our eyes, you know, like I always thought that about a lot of vocals who are like, Oh yeah, I spent a lot of time with my lyrics, but meanwhile, it's just, burr, 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 burr. you know, exactly. Cooking. Sometimes I'm just like, why do I even spend time on my lyrics? Like no one cares. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and I'm sitting there like pulling my hair out, trying to write something that in my mind is cohesive, but my mind is so fucking fucked up. I'm not sure anyone else in the world will understand what the fuck I'm trying to convey. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Why have I even tried? Just take the fucking Melvin's approach or whatever. It's just like, you know, baseball bat on a ding dong or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, Who knows? I, yeah. Maybe I'll do the next record. Fuck it. I'll write the whole next record in 25 minutes. <laughs> this is it. I don't I feel the only reason I ever started writing lyrics was like, I got tired of being asked about them. Uh, that, 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 that's, that's really it it's just like it's gonna take me less time and like well do you feel like now that you write lyrics you're still asked about yeah them i'm still asked about them a lot but i can, I can yeah, see it's fucking but, can't win. but i can at least like reference them to the lyrics and just be like yeah, you know it's your own interpretation you know the words are right there as opposed to like being like 
like not just not doing what we're doing now and like just admitting that there aren't any. I was like that. <laughs> I was that guy who's just like, no, I don't like sharing them. <laughs> they're, they're for me to know. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I'm a fucking artist. <laughs> I wonder if people backfill their lyrics though. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Okay. For, I, for I, I sure. Mean, like, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, that's that's what I meant here. Here's the lyrics. It's completely yeah. Meanwhile, it's just burr, 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 burr. totally. <laughs> okay. Yo, that death metal shit, man, it's got a lot of that death metal shit. That brutal death metal stuff has got to be that way. Man. Yeah. And then, and then you like look at it, and it looks like they just like picked random words from a thesaurus <laughs> and threw it together. You know, it's like, what the fuck, yeah. man? If this word's got six syllables, I'm going to put it in my title. I hear, I hear this. I hear. <laughs> like, and it says that they said six words there, and it's like, Come on. Yeah. That sound is so fucking hard to make. Like, if you can succeed pulling off one actual word that you're trying to say, like, my hat's off. To- you can say, yeah, you can- like, <laughs> like, I mean, dude, that's like harder than Celine Dion right there. Like, that shit's fucking, <laughs> that, 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 that brutal death metal vocals are challenging. <laughs> yeah. They are. They're hard. You gotta like inhale on them, like, <laughs> Um, fuck. <laughs> you have to be really dumb to do those vocals. <laughs> you can't be smart at all. You have to be the biggest dipshit on earth. Yeah, I think I think you gotta like be willing. I mean, it's gotta hurt your throat. Like you gotta be willing to fucking. Aren't you hurt like supposed to like inhale or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? inhale. The pig squeal. Like all that. <laughs> pretty good for I feel like you're just saying re, 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 re. You gotta do it really quietly too. I think it's like, ah, fuck. Oh <laughs> uh, no, bro. You could, my, like, dude, these rednecks I used to hang out with, they love brutal death, man. Like, man, that guy don't cut the mic, man. There was always like the whole cut the mic thing. It's like, hey, man, listen to that guy. And it was like, they would always like go crazy about some vocalist in one of the Discords, I don't know, there's like 17,000 Discord bands yes. or some shit. And he's like, there's like, this guy, man, he don't cut the mic, it's just all natural. And you listen to it, and it's like, dude, there's reverb on that shit, there's all kinds of crazy-ass nonsense going. I was like, no, nah, man, he says he don't use no process and no cupping the mic. <laughs> like, he sounds like a fucking toilet, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's a human fucking noise you know like yeah i'm not no. sure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah and that's not that's not a drum machine there either right no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god i i did a dj thing last night with uh with uh, my buddy john and uh, two of the guys from the band uh, Glorious Depravity. You guys know Doug Doug Moore from Piran and oh, he, he's he's uh, that kind of vocal connoisseur. Yeah, oh, he is. He is for sure. Oh, he is. And uh, last night, you know, like every time I've heard like brutal death metal stuff, it's always been like with that piccolo snare, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like this time. So he played me something, and I swear to God, it sounded like a fucking conga. Instead of the stairs, like boom, 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 boom. This is the weirdest shit I've ever heard. He's just like, oh yeah, this is the new thing. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't know, 
That said, it was all cool and it was all like rrr, rrr, all that shit. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, that shit rips. It's just <laughs> woof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. It, I was in. I was in this technical death metal band in my like late teens and early twenties, and I I really don't like that kind of stuff like at all. But they were like, we want a tour, and that never ended up happening, obviously. But they. They listened to nothing but that shit. And it was the most mind-numbing crap. They would go from like fucking Brodekin to Vile to fucking like we were on tour and I remember like a drive that was like seven hours and it was just seven hours of that fucking shit. And I was just like, you guys like listen to anything else? Like, nah, man, come on. Uh-uh. No, they tell you that that Nile is like not brutal enough. You know, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how much more brutal do you fucking want to get? Like, put on something from, you know, I don't know, like insidious fucking decrepancy or something. <laughs> like, decrepancy. Yeah, or something. I mean, it might even be a real band. Yeah. I don't know. Like, dude, just put on this crap and just like, I'm like, man, okay. Like, you know, like, like, fine. If you like it, that's sick. But like, dude, seven hours of the fucking skull pounding like that. It's like, God damn, I just want to kill somebody. Yeah. So, like, just leave, leave me at this gas station in New Jersey, man. I just, I want to stay here now, dude. I live here. I love that everybody in Southwestern Virginia who's into death metal thinks that Nile is weak. Yeah. <laughs> where, where I'm from, man, they like, they like, no, man, Nile's like some commercial shit, you know, whatever. It's like, they're like constantly finding the most insane crap. Like, you know, oh, like I had a buddy who was like, he was like, man, bands from Indonesia are just unhinged, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> okay. And he played me and stuff and it was just all just like, you know, just like blast beats for fucking three minutes. And it's like, okay. Oh my cool. God. So sick. This shit's soft. Put on, put on Fallujah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. They fucking Jesus Christ. Jesus, that shit is too crazy. Oh my god. What have you, you guys been listening to lately? Anything interesting? Any non-metal stuff you've been listening to? This is going to sound. This is the most pretentious answer I think I could probably give. But <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of classical music lately. Yeah. Yeah. Classical music and old Jeff Beck records. Jeff Beck records. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my dad's vibe for sure. I, yeah. And especially some of the, his, his mid 70s stuff where he just had these unbelievable studio players and unbelievable drummers and unbelievable bassists and guitar players. And that, that always uh, kind of tickles my side of wanting to hear dudes noodling and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I've been I've been listening to like a lot of electronic music, like Jim Dykes there and Hassan Club. Oh yeah. I've been like fucking going down the uh, new model army fucking rabbit hole Tight. too. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. But other than that, I don't know. Same shit really. Sepultura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been listening to a lot of Annihilation Time lately too. Yeah. I mean, Nothing wrong like, with that. Yeah, classic man. Classic man. Never go away. Um, have you guys been um, doing like practice, like playing uh, besides, besides just for this thing, have you guys been writing or anything like that in the meantime, post pandemic or around the pandemic? Uh, yeah, we, we, we started writing and then the, the road burn thing came along. So we kind of changed gears to, uh, because we have a new bass player now. I don't know if you know, know that or not. Well, I know that. 
you know Andrew is not in the band anymore. Yeah. So would you like to tell everyone who the new bass player is and where he's from and all that? It is uh, Brentley, the drummer from Earthling. Oh, cool. Yeah, Brentley's the man. Okay. And he, he actually moved to town uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he lives like 10 minutes, 15 minutes from me now because I, I live just south of the city. I live like a mile south of the city limits. Mm-hmm. He lives like even further into the cut, kind of into the... <laughs> he lives in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once everything happened with Andrew and he he hit the road, mm-hmm. Brentley was like, hey, uh, I'm learning how to play bass. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you can just learn how to play bass and be the bass player in Inner Arma. I figured that was a very inner arm a route to take for a bass player replacement <laughs> is to get a dude in the band who doesn't know how to play the fucking bass at all. Deep respect. <laughs> and, and, and he fucking, he, he bought a bass and a, and a fucking, and an amp and he's ripping already. Like I showed him, I showed him some scales and like, this is what geezer Butler does everywhere. Then mm-hmm. like just do that everywhere. <laughs> and he's, Picked it right up and he playing with his fingers and playing with the pick. He's fit right in. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I feel like if you yeah. like, if like someone like him who's already like that kind of a drummer, like you could definitely kind of like walk into the rest of the rhythm section and mm-hmm. be okay. Exactly. And he's, he, he's a good musician too. Like, uh, he's, he's not a total knuckle dragger behind the kit like I am. Like, he actually has a lot of, musical sensibilities and understands dynamics and things that most drummers don't understand. And I can say that because I'm mm-hmm. a drummer. Uh, mm. So yeah, he's, he's slid right into the role and he's steadily getting better and better as each practice goes by. Mm. It's kind of, kind of a trip to watch really to watch somebody go from not knowing how to play <laughs> the fucking instrument to being in a band that's been around for way too long, 13 years or however long it's been, Ben is around. He's also real hard on himself. So he's just like, he's like, I'm learning this shit. Like, fuck you. It's like, okay. I mean, I, I, I threw my neck out in my fucking sleep and it's not the first time I've gotten hurt so many fucking times during this, like, (laughs) like, like like, during like lockdown by like, by like bad posture shit. Like I'll just like (laughs) twist my neck in my sleep or I'll be sitting at my fucking like, at my desk with like, like making st- like stupid fucking computer music and <laughs> I'll fucking turn the wrong way. And the next thing you know, I fucking slip a disc. It's happened like four <laughs> fucking times. But uh, yeah, when I heard my back the worst. It's like, I took a step or like I woke up, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I do physical shit and it's no problem. If I fucking like take the wrong yep. step, Ooh, here's sciatica for the next six weeks, asshole. Dude, you know, like, exactly. Uh, My God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like you. It's yeah, great. It's like you don't have to worry about like doing like being like oh fucking crazy on stage because like <laughs> God will fucking get you while you're like <laughs> watching South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never thrown my back out doing stupid stuff on stage. Absolutely fucking throw my back out stepping outside of my house. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. I I've only thrown my shit out on stage once and it was like I, I think it had a lot more to do with um 
with just being in general poor health at that time than yeah. like than like actually doing something like really like wrong on stage. But yeah, you know, I'm in better health now, I guess. And uh yeah, like chances of me fucking getting hurt um doing this podcast are like way way up there com- <laughs> comparatively speaking. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of the funny things about doing the the live thing, live stream thing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, because you know we haven't played a fucking show in over a year, and we generally all tend to go for it pretty hard yeah. during our live sets. And uh, yeah, I mean, just not having done that for over a year, I definitely like after the first song was pretty fucking winded and I, I felt like an old man for quite a bit of it. Just, just having been so out of shape and I, I've, I was sore as fuck the next day, next couple of days, wow. just from like head banging and just, you know, like what there's a difference between me playing my drums in practice and me playing drums live. Like I'm yeah. using more of my body and like kind of just going for it. And uh-huh. yeah, it, it fucked me up. I felt like a pile of shit. And then we, we drank profusely, of course, after we were done recording. Mm-hmm. So that speak of the devil, that didn't fucking help anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how much going on tour keep kept me in shape. Yeah. Oh yeah. Until this year. And all I've done this year is work and work and work or like the, since, since we went into this fucking the shit, all I've done is work and work and work. And I feel like a fucking piece of shit right now. <laughs> like I didn't realize that like going out there in like 45 minutes of doing whatever the fuck I fucking do. Mm-hmm. And like loading equipment and crap was like actually keeping me in pretty damn good yeah, shape. Definitely. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Now I'm just like, God, I feel like shit. Why does this hurt? You know, like, Fuck, dude. Why am I out of breath now? Yeah, man. It's like it's like once you stop for a second, all of it just fucking catches up with you. And yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any any plans to like have you started booking any anything for like summer or fall yet or anything like that? Mm, not not for this year. We have a there's like a festival in Europe that's like still kind of up in the air because it was supposed to be like later in the yeah. air. And it's like we haven't heard much about that. That might still be a thing, but otherwise, like no. Like we've heard of like Hellfest got moved to next year, and we're still doing Hellfest in like 2022 or yeah. whatever. But like, I think that this the the booking agent chatter has started again, but it's kind of just like no one really knows, and it's going to be like a fucking shit show. Yeah, sure, because it's like every fucking band is going to want a tour at the same yeah. fucking time. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if uh it's even feasible for, you know, a lot of bands to even tour like, you know, cuz I feel like everything's going to be clogged up. Every time I've been asked for holds for shows, it's been like, yeah. Can you give me these three windows of holds? Yeah. You know. So it's kind of like Yeah. Shit tons of holds. Not that many bands going out there, but then by the time it's booked, maybe there's not going to be I mean, I don't know. It'll be really interesting, all of it. Yeah, I I think so, too, because it's going to be like, there's going to be a lot of venues gone. 
And there's going to be a lot of people that are really eager to play. And it's going to be everything from like the bands that like tour maybe once a year mm-hmm. for like two weeks to like the bands that like, this is our career. Yeah. And it's just going to be everything. And I know that like, what was it like live nation or whatever was like, we're not going to give bands like, like they were doing all kinds of stipulations. So I have a one, like, I don't know, like what's going to be left. You know, I think of the feeling too, like, like, you know, there's always people that are like, well, you know, even if these venues go, somebody else will take them over. And it's like, yeah, but like, yeah, sure. I'm sure in some cases, yeah. But like, you know, there's people out there that are afraid that like another pandemic or something's going to happen a couple of years, put them right back in the same place. So it's like, I don't know. I just don't, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure some venues will pop back up and there'll be some new stuff, but you know, it's kind of like, are people going to take the risk, you know, like are, are people who run venues or whatever, which is why I think too, it's going to like kind of go back to the DIY thing where it's just some shithead kids, you know, with a warehouse or their living room or something, you know, kind of, kind of going crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that too. And I think that, it's weird and it sucks because this is like it's butting up again like this pandemic and all this shit closing is butting up we're only a few years out from like the ghost ship incident and yeah yeah that's you know that's still fresh in 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 some minds and so like Mm -hmm. you know like making diy spaces like safe and accessible is like like I mean, it's, it's gotta be like of fucking like top priority. Um, otherwise like that kind of shit's gonna like, it's gonna happen again for fucking sure. And then, you know, fucking like it'll wind up getting fucking regulated and you got fucking, you know, cops will get involved again and it'll fucking get dark. Like, I don't know. Like, but, but like I, I do think that like, yeah, for right now, at least like the logical thing is, you know, where there's a will, there's always a way, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Shit has to pop up somewhere. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to say the least. I guess like, yeah, I agree with everything you say. I mean, I'm sure you want to get back out there. Like, I know yeah. we do cause we pour like crazy cause we're not, we're crazy people, but you know, like I, I can't stand this. I'll play anything at this point. Really. I just, yeah. it's, yeah. it's fucking, it's, it's nuts. It was like, you know, for the first few months I was like, you know what? I'm kind of into like having a little bit of a break. Like it'd been like, yeah. you know, a couple of years going, going really hard. And and I still like being at home, you know. I'm fucking. I, I I like TV, and I like my partner, and I like our dogs, you know. Like, uh, and like I don't I don't really like hanging out much, but I would fucking, I, like I would like kill someone to like play a fucking like set with like a couple of fucking like metal zones and contact mics in front of three people in a fucking basement right now. <laughs> like. I'd, I'd do anything. Yeah. I have dreams about it now. Yeah. Like I have dreams about like being like just playing a show, like mm. some really mundane shit like that, where it's just like, Oh, okay. Woke up. And mm. I, I remember a couple weeks ago, I had a dream about like, man, it was so hilarious. I think we were opening up for like, 
Exodus. It was some. It was some big thrash <laughs> band. I have no idea why yeah. or any reason. Like, not even. A, I wasn't even a fan of the band. Death Angel was fucking Death Angel. That's what it was. <laughs> and I have no idea why or for any reason, but I was just like, oh my god, playing this show is so sick. Yeah. Man, for Dan, I, I was in the same boat as you for like the first <clears throat> few months. Uh, I was, I was like, this isn't bad, you know. Like, I, I can actually work full time and like make money mm-hmm. and save up some money and whatever, and then. I right right in sometime in August, like I just woke up one day and was like, "Fuck, I want to fucking I want to tour." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm ready to not be home anymore. I want to fucking go on tour and play shows. Yeah, it just like it was cool, 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 and then it just fucking hit me. Yeah, yeah. They we were supposed to do like the biggest tour that we were supposed to go on, like, and we had all the merch printed and everything, and then it hit. And I was really bummed. And then like halfway through the summer, I was like, okay, cool. I can work. Cause I, I've had a full-time job for a couple of years and I'm just lucky. Cause the guy just doesn't, my, my hippie boss just doesn't give a shit. And just like, you know, lets me go on tour or whatever. <laughs> but man, like halfway through the summer or some shit, I was just like, man, fuck this. I hate this. And it's just gotten worse. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, some days, especially if like you're having a bad day at work or some shit, you're like, God damn it. I wish I wish it was Tuesday night in Albuquerque and there was like 11 people there and four of them some backed out weirdos who were, you know, trying to hassle you for a patch or some shit, but, you know, whatever. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. I can't wait. Like Totally. It gets, it gets really existential. Like when you're like, you know, it's like day like 5,000 in a row and you're like, it's like 2 PM and you're just like, <laughs> you're just sitting there fucking eating ice cream, watching better call Saul. And you're like, this is, is this, is this like <laughs> what my life is like, is, is this, yeah. is this what I do now? Like, I, I don't even know what day it is ever. I know that like, I got to wake up and go to work or whatever, but like, I don't, I no concept of date, time, anything. This point. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I'm like it's. It feels like an endless loop. It's just like, no, it's it's weird, man. Do you guys feel like um, I don't know about you, but I feel like because I've had this free time, um, I've kind of done some things that I guess were uncharacteristic of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I've like, I don't know. Like I started to get super into like, like uh, like John Fahey and like blues music from the early 1900s and stuff like that and like you know like normally i would skip right over shit like that and start to do something else like have you guys found like another part of your personality that you didn't know existed because of this free time well the the most uncharacteristic thing that i have done because of the pandemic and covid it i bought a fucking house yeah and i mean Freddie, you've known me a while. I'm a pretty big piece of shit. I'm a scumbag. I'll be the fucking first one to tell you. The fact that I own a house now and I have like a yard to mow and yeah. and you know that's I was I was actually hanging out with Brett Bamberger last last night yesterday. Oh, cool. We he came over and he we were skating in my driveway. I have a driveway that's big enough <laughs> that I can skateboard. Like I I've, I've built a fun box to, to skate in my driveway. If you would have told me 
when I was 15 years old that I would own a house with a driveway that I could skate in, I would have shit my fucking pants. But yeah. Yeah. It's just a trip owning a house now. And that's something that, you know, a year ago, last March, right when all this hit, if, you know, if you would have told me that the byproduct of all this was I'm going to become a homeowner, I would have laughed in your fucking yeah. face. Yeah. So that's, that's been what I've gotten into. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you find it? you were doing stuff around the house and it's kind of, uh, is there any of that? None of that's creatively fulfilling, I would imagine. Or was it to a degree? Um, well, I, I enjoy, like I've, I've done, I painted a bunch of the rooms in my house because that's what I do for a living. Yeah. And I enjoy working on my own house and painting in my own yeah. house. But going back to what Verdan said, talk about having a fucking existential crisis when I'm up on a stepladder and I'm painting a fucking window and I'm just like, is this what I am now? I'm, on a, I'm just a fucking house painter permanently for the rest of my yeah. life. I, I'm no longer a goddamn musician. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I feel it every day because I work in this fucked up town. Mm -hmm. The shop that I work out of, like I, I go travel to do my work, but it's based in this town and it's the most fucked up town in Virginia. And it's a completely, it sucks. Like it, it's, there's no creativity there. Everyone has a souped up truck. Everyone's some, some shade of redneck asshole. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, it is, it is so fucked up. And I like, I go to work and I interact with fucking morons and I'm just like, you know, like, okay, dude, like, and it's like every day. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, man, you know, it's like, and it's like these people are, you know, they'll argue with you about shit. Like, you know, like the pandemic ain't changed my life or nothing. And it's like, yeah, because you've never left Hanover County, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. You've never seen anything else. So of course, you know, you're going to go to fucking Applebee's and fucking Drink your fucking dollar margarita there, whatever the fuck it is. And then whoa, 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 whoa. Don't talk shit about that. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just like, God damn, dude. Like, you know, it's like, I'm sitting here and it's like, is this what I do now? It's like, is this ever going to end? Am I just yeah. working here forever? Am I, I have a good job. It's like, not even that. It's just like, you know, I used to have like, used to have something to look forward to. Like, oh, we're going on tour. We're going to play these cool shows. Mm -hmm. or we're going to, you know, you know, write some cool music. We're gonna do this or that. Now it's like, well, I'm gonna go tint some asshole's house today. Or, yeah. Ooh, boy, guys, bring in a 1998 Nissan Altima today. Like, <laughs> this is sick. You know, I'm sure it'll be cool to deal with. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for coming. And um, is there anything you kind of want to say to the Robert audience out there? Um, uh, Robo and Redo, and then Roburn fans for 2021 and 2022. We love you mm -hmm. and we miss you, and we hope that we can actually see you at some point. Yeah, that's pretty much sums it up. Yeah, we we love Roburn. Roburn was like the first international like uh festival that like gave us a shot, and they just kept inviting us back. And every time they've invited us back, it's been cooler and cooler. Like, hell, we were supposed to play Soul for English mm -hmm. like last year and we fucking rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed for that shit and I just hope that's you know, I hope that sooner or later we get to come back and just play in front of you and hang out with all the cool people from all over the world mm -hmm. that for some reason like our band you know <laughs> 
Well, you guys will get your shot, I'm sure. Berday and I can't say the same, but you guys will get your shot. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your band, Fred? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, exactly. I, You've done Redbird, right? Yeah, we we did it uh, a couple of years ago, and yeah. uh, you know, um, hope hoping that we uh, that we get to go back again someday. You know, it, right. it was a lot of fun. It's it's one of the best run festivals there is, like, definitely. And, and and Walter and and Becky and everyone else that like helps run it are just the most accommodating, like warm people. And it's yeah, I would love to be seeing them this year because I feel like I. Get to see at least Becky at least once a year or something. Yeah, yeah. not this year. Yeah, and Walter's Walter's got that. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like this. Uh, this kind of you know this knowing mage like nice guy thing. You know, he's so cool, yeah. man. He he asked us to play the, the rover in, in twenty twenty at Amplifest in Portugal. Uh-huh in 2019 and he was just like can i talk to you guys in private we sat down with him and it was like talking to like man it was like i don't know he's the guy is just like he he's just so worldly you know he's just like kind of so calm and he's just nice and i don't know and then uh you know we were we were supposed to do soul for english in its entirety and then dirt was like we're doing a cover set too damn it at the skate park and he was like of course, yeah. like, please do that. You know, like, yeah. you know, tacked it on. So it was cool. He's like master splinter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. You nailed that. Actually, you totally yeah, nailed man. that. Like, like, oh, yeah. By the way, everything is everything. Oh, <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Metal Matters. Make sure you like or subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. To get the most recent episodes automatically delivered to your phone. Thanks for listening and catch you next week.